Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Insider's Edge podcast here on the WZWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California and Fury. What a joy to be with you all once again. And right here, right now, this is a joy. This is an honor. This is a privilege for me to be speaking to a legend, a legend of the wrestling business. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one. This is the only. This is Mr. Savio Vega. How are you, sir? How you doing, Cara? How you doing, man? Thank you for having me here. And uh, have been uh, what almost two weeks that, that we tried to do this, and uh, now finally we're here. Thank you, thank you very much for having me. No and problem, I, sir. Also to all, to all the fans that are watching right now. Hey, Savio Vega is in the house. <laughs> thank you, sir. Yes, the wait has been worth it. I'm so excited to talk to you about your time in pro wrestling. And I wanted to start off the interview by asking you about something that um, uh, concerns one of your biggest rivals in professional wrestling. And that is, of course, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, I wanted to see if you had had the chance to see Stone Cold Steve Austin's return to the ring at this past WrestleMania and what you thought of uh, Steve's return uh, to the ring. Uh, yeah, I watched, uh, of course, after I, I uh, they invited me to the ceremony, uh, you know, for The Undertaker uh, inducted. And uh, I was there, uh, uh, maybe uh, Steve was around, but he wasn't at the, uh, at the show. Uh, I didn't even see him in, wow, a long, long time. Uh, but then I see uh, I see just pieces of pieces of, of the match and uh, hey, the people still there, man. They love that man. They love what he did. And uh, and, and brother, he he deserved. He deserved. He come from the from the ground, you know. And, and uh, he's on the top. And uh, he's a great guy. He deserved what he's doing right now. Yeah, I loved it, being a big fan of, of Steve's. And uh, I know you worked with him quite a lot during your time in the WWF. Um, you know, that this was the, the program that he had with you was something that really helped propel him to the next level. I wanted to ask you about the Caribbean strap match from Beware of Dog on uh, May 26, 1996. The, the night where the, the power, the, the, the power went out in the building. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've been yeah. asked about this a lot of times, but can you tell me uh, what you were thinking that night when that happened? Yeah, yeah, a few, few, few times I got people asking about, and uh, but, but I mean, something that I like, you went straight to the point. Sometimes I bring that to to the to the interviews, and and man, I, I just walk to the ring. If you see that, soon they they put the camera in my face, the lighting strike right there. And boom, the light went off. So, uh, you know, I'm ready. You know, I'm like what, ten feet from the from the ring, you know. And uh, so we start killing sometimes to see if the, the power come back. And we kill here. I mean, we wow, we we are like a more than five minutes, 
you know, in the Gaga, in the, you know, let's see. And, uh, and during those times, I remember Steve was swinging the, the belt and he caught me right in my head. Oh, I mean, he just hit me in my head. Oh, I was like, you son of, you know. Uh, <laughs> but we are just killing time. Here come Bruce Pritchard and, and say, guys, start the match because no power. By that time, listen to this. By that time, WWF, by the time they learn they, they have to they have to have power uh, generators, you know, because this this happened and that wasn't in, in the middle of the pay per view. Mm. And uh, from that day on, they have powers, they have whatever. Uh, they they come prepared. So we did the match. We did the match, you know, uh, regular match, you know, killing the time to see the power come back. We finished the match. Nothing happened. We went back to the dressing room. Uh, here come Pat Patterson. Savio Steve, he say, you guys going to do that match again on Tuesday? We are like, a, what? We are all beat up. This is Sunday. Uh, we go into TV on Monday Night Raw. So they say, you guys going to be off tomorrow, off TV. But uh, Tuesday, you guys, you know, again, and you're going to have five more minutes. So you're going to have half an hour match. We are like a model. We are all beat up. I mean, we beat the hell out of each other uh, in that match. Uh, then on, on Tuesday, we did it again. And, uh, and, uh, but do you know what? I always told, told, told Steve that I loved the first match, the one in the dark. That was a real dark match, you know, <laughs> and uh, with the Caribbean on top. And uh, I don't know. I like, I like the, the first match better than the second. We put some few, I mean, we fixed a few things from the first one to the second, but I don't know, the feeling maybe, I don't know, was already, uh, I love I love the first one. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with me. Uh, and just to kind of put a bow on uh, talking about Steve, I want to know if, do you have a favorite memory of your time working with him? Man, uh, I, I believe, from the first match, we we met each other in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, he come Pat Patterson and, and says, Savio, uh, when I arrive, of course, we, we always look for the papers to see if you're working or not. So I look around, I see the, the papers and I see dark match, Savio Vega against Steve, Steve Austin. I say, all right, you know, let's do the tryout. So I'm placing my boots in the cafeteria area and uh, here come uh, Pat with Steve. Say, uh, Savio, this is Steve. You gonna, you know, you working with him tonight? Uh, let me know. I say, okay. So the only thing I talked to Steve, I say, hey man, how you doing? I said, listen, I don't know what you do. You don't know what I'm doing. Uh, my finish is a spinning kick. Let's let's call it in the ring. He said, okay. And that's what we did. And we we got this chemistry. I mean, went perfect, perfect. How, you know, that um, first match of him and me was so perfect. I, I started thinking of that years later. I didn't even think, I didn't even put a thought, you know, right there. It wasn't in my head. I was looking forward, you know. And uh, so years later, looking and see when he was, you know, climbing the top. Uh, uh, they show picture of him in Atlanta, in Dallas, uh, Georgia, whatever. So that's when I realized, I said, wow, no wonder we have this chemistry together. Why? 
because he worked a lot of people from Louisiana, Texas, Florida, Atlanta, and most of those guys come to Puerto Rico. When I was uh, wrestled here as a TNT, yeah. I wrestled almost half of the roster of WWF by that time. Iron Sheik, the Samoans, Ronnie Garvin, uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, wow, you know, and and so when we, the, the way that I call it is when, when Steve and me touch each other, you know, uh, in wrestling, we we got that old old timer book in our head, yeah. and we went we we work with the timing, we work with the with the patient, we work the people, we work what we learn. That's why we got we we connect right away. So I was so happy to be honest when I went to the back, I wait for him, and I said, "Brother, thank you very much." He's, he's like, "Yes, good much." He was blow up, and uh, because that ring is twenty by twenty, you know, and he he wasn't uh, just to to work there. So uh, here come Pat, Savio, tell me. I said, "You do you see it?" He said, "Yes." I said, "You tell me." He said, "Look fantastic." I said, "Yeah." He said, "Tomorrow you guys working again?" I said, "Okay," because they do like two days tryout. So he said, uh, "You guys working to tomorrow again?" I said, "Okay." So that now I sit down with him and we put few things. What about this? What about that? And da, da, da. And, uh, and we did it again. Boom! The first match of the night to to have the you know try out and we did like a regular match. Man, it was was fucking boom, nice. And uh, then I said, "You you ha- you're gonna have a job here." I, I remember. I said, "You're gonna have a job here." So a couple of weeks later, he's in the roster, and uh, they put it with me. Uh, we married for almost a year, maybe. Uh, we work all over the United States every night. Uh, and we have, I mean, I love it. Love work with him. Love. And it's like he say, I put him in shape. And he put me in shape, too, because I was, you know, working hard. And he was working hard. Uh, never complain. We never, uh, I believe, you know, I, we never uh, hit each other to, to harm you know, one another, uh, we, we touch each other solid, you know, yeah. but never, yeah. never, never uh, hurt, you know, each other. Uh, the day we did the WrestleMania, they put us in WrestleMania, man. When we did WrestleMania, uh, he had to hit me with the belt. He said, man, I don't know. I said, hit me. He's like, yeah, but are you going to be? I say, motherfucker, hit me. If you're going to hit me, I'm going to hit you. You know, I want you, to, I want this to look good. Hit me. You know, I was upside down, hit me in the head, pop, boom, you know. Hey, that's it. That's that's what I want, you know. Uh, but we work hard, man. We work hard, hard, very hard. I remember one story quick. Yeah. Where are we at? I don't know. Uh, where are we at? I don't know. We work this night, and we, I mean, the crowd was so hot. And uh, we, we worked for almost 25 minutes in the rain. And we got the people up and down, wow, wow, whatever. Uh, we come back to the dressing room, and, and here's Taker. Well, I guess we're not going to work tonight because you guys spent all the night in the rain. What the heck? We are like, a, on, and then all the boys, hey, we need to go to the bar. What the <laughs> heck? You know, we are, man, we're working hard. Come on. And uh, next day, we did almost the same match in like 12, 12, 15 minutes, 
And I mean, we cut here, there, and we did, oh, every night, brother, every night, Steve and me, we have masterpieces. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for sharing all that. That's so cool to hear about your times with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, yeah. I'm going to be jumping all over the place here a little bit with this yeah. interview. Um, I wanted to go all the way to 1990 uh, when you're working in the uh, World Wrestling Council. There was an angle uh, during your time as TNT I wanted to ask you about. Uh, the angle was uh, Carlos Colon and Invader One were working with the Texas Hangman. Uh, Invader was hung by the Hangman at the conclusion of a match as you made the save and turned babyface yeah. to a massive, massive reaction from the audience uh invader yeah. spent 10 days in hospital to support the angle um can you just yeah. tell me a little bit about this because I, I saw the footage of this the other day and i thought that the reaction you was watch like, it you see the reaction of the people yeah because uh because uh, uh you know what happened what happened is the character of uh, tnt when that character come out uh nobody Nobody know that guy. Who, who the hell is this guy? I, I, you know, I shave my head, bald head, uh, paint my face. I never talk. You never see my face without paint. Uh, the people see me arriving to the building with a mask. And when I, next time they see me was with the paint. When I leave the building, you see me with the mask hiding all the time and quiet, just quiet. So I'm a real uh, martial artist. Uh, in Taekwondo. I'm a second degree about a black belt in Taekwondo. So I use my, my skills in a Taekwondo with the character because we don't know where, where the characters goes. You know, and they don't know. They don't know. So I put my sauce with the character. Now I'm, I'm start as a heel and I chop the hell out of everybody. You know, I was the 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 the, the starting the race. You know, they so they pushed me, killing everybody. You know, I, I was on TV uh, putting the Cobra Clutch on everybody, including Carlos, because we won the Universal title. So I was on TV undefeated. I beat everybody. So uh, finally, uh, after you know few years, this this story come up. So TNT is a heel, but it was a heel abusing everybody. I was a tough guy doing whatever I want. So <clears throat> when this story happened, nobody can save Invader. So uh, when I come out, I don't know, the people know already that something's going to happen because if you go just when I come out, the people start going, oh, that's him, here, you know. So when I saw a, um, oh my God, the name uh, I got his face here. God bless him. Eric Embry. Eric Embry yeah. hit Sacha, yeah. was the girl. When he hit her palm, that's when I, whoa, the TNT don't like that. So I just beat the hell out of him. Bam, bam, bam. You see the reaction of the people. Come inside, hit the Texas hackman, saving Bader from the choking. Now, when all the babyface tried to make the save, the heels already have the plan to don't, you know, don't let nobody to save him. So finally, when I make it there as a heel, a clean house, you see all the baby face look at me like, oh, hey, what the hell, this guy, you know, oh, he, 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 uh, he saved him, you know, but we are like, what the heck? Now, uh, 
we did a tag team in the Lubriel Stadium, Carlos and me, against the Dexter Hackman. Uh, we did a, a vignette in where I went to the hospital to talk to Invader and tell him, you know, hey, I'm sorry for what happened, blah, blah, blah. And we talk, you know, it's like, it's a baby face in the making. Finally, when he uh, uh, come out of the hospital, we did the uh, the tag team against the, the Texas Hagman too. It was another good house too. And then from there, I just uh, continued do you know, being a baby face and, and working hard. The, the character of the TNT was so, so hot in Puerto Rico just for what I was doing in the ring without stories. Um, the character, the painting, the kids love that character because you see, uh, uh, it was like a, uh, a character from the from cartoons, from yeah. a movie or something like that, but they could see it. So they see me uh, with my ninja uh, stuff, with my samurai, I come with the ninja gimmick, the paint. Then when we start doing the gaga with the green stuff and, uh, you know, the green mess, and, you know, what's like, whoa, uh, now I got, I got, I mean, from years, I got these guys, they're already, what, in the 30s and the, and the 40s, almost, uh, 20, 20, 30, yeah, in the 30s and 40s, uh, and they talking, they're talking to me about, I love TNT, hey, TNT. they know I mean, they know me as a TNT, they know, of course, me as a Savio Vega too, but they talk about more the TNT because they grow up with that. And they use the make the lipstick, the makeup of mom to paint the face like me. And, and when every time the Halloween come, you see a bunch of TNTs everywhere because the character was was over, was over, was hot. Wow, that's really cool. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that with me. Uh, I know uh, uh, the, the audience in, in Puerto Rico uh, are very passionate. Uh, especially yes. when their, uh, their, their beloved baby faces are, are being attacked. Um, I, I've heard many stories. Uh, did, do you have any scary stories or funny stories of uh, your time as a heel and, and maybe the audience uh, being a little bit angry at you and you having to escape yeah. the arena? <laughs> <laughs> yes. One time uh, we are uh, in Catano, a small arena. That's a TV uh, arena every Wednesday. We did TV. That's when I, I was doing um, in the making of the TNT. So I remember one time was Mr. Pogo, rest in peace, and me as a tie team, uh, and the prophet is the manager. So I, I'm bold. So I'm coming down. We, it's, a, it's a small pay, a play. I mean, small stairs to you know coming down. But the fans are right there. You know, right here and this side too. So when I went to walk in, I'm, I'm the third guy. I'm the last one. I noticed this lady have the shoe with the big, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, high heel? Lady shoes. High heel, the heel. Yeah. <laughs> she had the heel and she tried to hit uh, Pogo in the head. So I said, she, right away, I said, if she hit me, she's going to cut me. You know? So I saw her swing and miss. When Prophet went in, Prophet cover his, his himself with the briefcase, so I, I don't have nothing to cover. So what I did, I just went to torture, I, I, I scare her. Well, when I scare her, she went in. So when I went to run because it was a, a steel a metal between the, the, the stairs it was a big stair. It's a lot of people in that side because it was a packed house, big high, big time. So when I run in, this guy grabbed me by my pants. 
and I can run. <laughs> so when I went to it, I just stuck. So I'm now I'm mad. So when I turn around, this guy right there smelling like alcohol. He started, you know, swearing at me, blah, 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 right in my face and push me. I just suck a punch him. Boom, big time. Oh, these everything went <laughs> crazy. So when I went inside, now was a big, uh, uh, big fight outside. The security start fighting with the people. They want to come inside the dressing room. And I remember Carlos was inside. And, uh, we, I, I, that's, that, that was my last match. And uh, Carlos said, get out of here. So we, we catch another door, back door. We jump in a car and we leave. And we left a big mess in the arena. <laughs> And uh, later I got, I got sued. The guy, you know, tried to sue me or whatever. That, yeah, that never went anywhere. But uh, yeah, another scary, scary, I mean, that one was heavy. We are in, uh, uh, what was it? Heidenbitten Stadium. And uh, something happened was Hercules Ayala, rest in peace. And uh, we did something where, I think Ayala, Ayala turned heel that day or something like that. So all the babyface run in, you know, looking for Ayala. And Ayala start running towards the baby uh, heels dressing room. When he was nearby the dugout, of course, he bent down and, and get in. Miguel, Miguel Perez is behind him. Somebody broke the stadium seat, was a big piece of steel, and throw that. So they tried to catch uh, uh, Ayala. Ayala just ducked and catch Miguel right here. And it was a hundred and something stitches. I mean, you could see the skull white when when that thing, that steel metal hit him. I, a lot of blood coming out. We, we cover him with towers or whatever. Let's go to the hospital. He was cut bad, badly, badly, badly. Oh gosh, that's some crazy times there. <laughs> yeah, before, before was crazy. Now, now the people that, you know, relax the, uh, when, when we run IWA Puerto Rico, by then, we started IWA in 1999, uh, people was throwing things, man, like a crazy, and I stopped that. I stopped that. We're we looking for, for how we're going to do it. Uh, we put security in the front. Uh, a lot of fights sometimes happen. So we come up with a good idea. Say, well, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put two security guards in the floor so they see security there. But we're gonna put six in, in the second floor. So whoever throws something, you're gonna spot him, but don't do nothing. Because when you do something in that moment and it's a match in the ring, something happened, a fight happened, and everybody's looking for that fight. And and we and we are on TV. So I said, no, when somebody throws something, just leave it alone. Soon the match finish. And we are from one match to the other. That's when you jump on the guy and take him out. Don't tell him, don't throw nothing. Just take him out. But you have to do it. And, you know, I mean, of course, you're going to do it in front of the people. So the people know when security come, it's like a police. You never see them coming. Boom, here they come. Let's go. And the people start cheering like, yeah, out. <laughs> Another one, out. And we start cleaning the house that way. So the people come, no more throw. No, I mean, I mean, now you everything clean, good. That's good because it's a bit dangerous yeah. to be throwing things in the ring when people are trying to wrestle. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
I have to bring up the BSK, the Bone Street crew. Uh, I've had the uh, honor to, uh, uh, of interviewing uh, Godfather and also Mark Canterbury. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, I, from what I've read, uh, Yokozuna and Undertaker founded the group together. How did you come to find yourself asked to join and did you have any kind of initiation? No, well, the, the point here, uh, I know Yokozuna uh from uh, uh japan we are in uh, in new japan pro wrestling as a coquina and fatu i know fatu fatu come to puerto rico before uh uh he went to wwf and before he went to japan so i know him by by hey how you doing you know that's it i worked with alpha and Sika many many times so uh so we are in japan we're in japan and and i just hear the uh, Yoko is going to WWF. And I said, well, good. Then I see Scott Hall, rest in peace, man. I saw Scott Hall and I say, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow also, another another guy, great guy. And uh, and I said to Bam Bam, I said, brother, if when you see, because he's going to WWF too, I say, when you see Scott, tell him I say hello. You know, I worked with him here many, many times. And uh, he said, okay, next tour, here come Bammer. And he said, hey, here's uh, uh, Scott's number. He's going to be home this day. I said, okay, good. He said, call him. All right. So I called uh, Scott. That's when, hey, man, we chit-chat a little bit. That's when he said, I talked to the old man, and they're going to give you a tryout. I said, what? I said, wow, great. So Yokozuna is already in. Uh, Bamba is coming back, and Fatu is coming in, too. So later, Vader don't start right away because he have a contract in Japan. So we left Vader behind and I went to WWF, did my tryout. Uh, and knowing the Islanders, you know, the, the Samoans. So I'm coming from an island too, you too, you know? So uh, <laughs> we, 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 we start to, you know, stick together. Uh, Halby Weeperman was my manager and uh, then later they put me Mr. Fuji. So Fuji asked, you know, can I, can I manage, manage Quang too? So I was doing, I, I was traveling with them. And uh, I mean, we know each other, so we stick together. When one day they come up with the BSK, you know, and uh, it's like a Yoko say one time, BSK is a bad Samoan killer, you know, BSK. And I say, good brother. So we, we stick together. We, uh, Traveling together, uh, same same hotel. We went. I mean, brotherhood, brother. We brotherhood, brotherhood. Uh, with the Garwins too. Uh, we never have a no for nobody. We take care of each other in the tours. If somebody drink too much, the other one take care. Uh, take it home. No rips between us. Not because nobody says this is the rules and we need to do this. No, no. Nobody say that. We just respect each other. And we take care of each other all the time, all the time. You know, uh, let's go to this bar. And here we arrive in the bar, Jack Daniels. I'm like, no, I don't want to drink that. Come on, motherfucker. That's what they we call each other. Come on, motherfucker. And uh, okay, let's do a shot. And uh, but we have we have fun, man. We have fun. That's why when they invite us uh, to the uh, uh, retirement of the taker, hey. Caught me by, you know, surprise. I said, of course, of course I want to be there. 
and uh, we had fun. We didn't even see each other for 20, 21 years. Uh, and now we, we put them, the messenger together. We have a chat, you know, for us and where we talk every day, you know, from whatever happened and something come up. Hey, what about some guy want you in, the, in whatever town, you know, hey, call him, you know, and this and that. And we help each other. Oh, that's good, cool. Good yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear. Um, and, and speaking of uh, the reunion at uh, Survivor Series, um, I just want to know, uh, how did you all celebrate that night? Well, uh, I'm, I was the first one they arrived. You say when the first time we, we, we met in the, when they inducted? I mean, uh, not the inducted, the uh, Every time, yes. Yeah. I was the first one to arrive, and this is in Orlando. Uh, so I start calling everybody. Nobody answered. The, the guard was answered. Dennis, I'm here, Papa. Where are you at? In this room, whatever. So we, 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 I got together with them. And here come uh, uh, Papa. Papa arrived. Then uh, Fatu. And we are, you know, have fun in the room talking and laughing and this and that. So let's go to the bar. So we went to the bar. Let's, let's wait for Taker. I didn't even know what time it was. And, and I look at the watches, man, it's almost 10 o'clock. I'm going to sleep. He said, no, no, take his coming. Take his coming. He arrived at 10 o'clock. All right, here come Taker. So when <laughs> Taker arrived, we are already uh, kind of uh, happy. I don't drink, like I said, I don't drink too much of the Jack Daniels. So I was given to to Papa. I, uh, Papa was hammer big time and, and, and Patu. The Garwins, my God, you know. And uh, we have fun, man. Uh, we have pictures. We we took uh, we took some uh, video from us, you know. And uh, we just share between us. It's a few things there you cannot see because I mean <laughs> the guy was there. There there they are was mess. Uh, Team White, Team White was with us. We oh, cool. I mean I didn't even see Tom in a long time. I love Team Man. He was my referee all, almost all the time. You know, my referee in WrestleMania, my referees in, in different, uh, uh, what is it called, matches and pay-per-view, you know. I loved him. Every time I see him, I hug him and kiss him. Good guy. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, obviously, one one person that could not be there on that uh, that evening was uh, Yokozuna. Uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, I, I always like to ask the guys uh, a fond memory that they have of Yokozuna uh, because he's he's one of my favorites. Oh, Yoko, Yoko Rodney, man, he was uh, another another thing. Yoko was another another thing. Great guy, great great human being, good heart, very intelligent guy. Uh, man, love him. I worked with him a few times. Uh, they they even they even teach me how to put the they call we call it the diaper, the big black thing you know that he put it around. Uh, so they teach me how to do it. So I I be in the road with them. Uh, that 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 bring me to to be more time more time with the guys. Uh, no more uh, taker because it was uh, a, a running show between Yoko and Taker by that time. So I was involved with them everywhere, you know, that, that, that put us together more strong. But Yoko, Yoko's great, man. I have a, I just found out a, the other day looking in my, my stuff, a picture. We are in Singapore and it's uh, Dustin, 
Yoko and me, we sing it, karaoke. Uh, yeah, and uh, man, what a guy. Uh, one time we are in LA, he said, hey, you coming home? I say, uh, brother, I gotta go to, no, 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 don't care. I don't care, you coming home. You, uh, my mom is gonna cook and I want you to be in my house. I said, okay, what the heck, you know? So I went there, man, and they eat and eat and eat. I said, I'm full, man, oh, God, eat more. And uh, then from there, we went to the arena, you know. Uh, but I, I got the chance to meet his parents, uh, sister, they already gone, man. Uh, what a beautiful people. The kids of uh, Yoko, uh, Lani, and uh, uh, so, uh, the name gone, but I got the face right here. Uh, Lani and uh, here anytime coming. So, man. What a family! What a what a great great people, great people. Excellent, Justin, excellent. The I remember Justin <laughs> and Lani. I remember that the kids, babies. <laughs> cool, right? Um, uh, okay, I wanted to also talk to you about uh, your time in the WWF um, and your kind of like your role that you had uh, on the roster there, because it seemed like you you worked with a lot of people who become uh, future headline stars, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H. Uh, did you have any aspirations yourself? Were you hopeful to be in the main event one day? Were you hopeful to be WWF champion? Uh, was that something that was a goal of yours? Well, uh, to be honest, I learned from here, from Puerto Rico, the, the, the booking, you know, is, is taken care by the boss, you know, and if the boss want to put you over or whatever, he will do. I never ask nothing, never, never complain. Uh, just one time, I remember I complained, sorry, because some, some of the guy went, went out for, I don't know, vacation or what, and he come back like a month or something and we doing the match and the guy got tired. He cannot, I mean, he was like, he was a mess. So I, I complained. I said, I mean, I don't mean to do a job. I mean, I, I'm here for that. You're going to pay me the same. I go over or not. But I mean, do this shitty matches like this. This guy's tired. He can move. He can, you know, I'm, I'm right here. I'm, I'm here to entertain the people. So next day, the guy, uh, yeah, La Jack Lanza, rest in peace too. He come and say, okay, uh, you guys, you go over tonight. I said, I say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen, I say what I said yesterday, not because I'm complaining if I'm gonna do the job. I don't care about that. But I just care about the, the quality of the match, the quality of what we're doing. And uh, no, no, don't worry. They, they wanna put you over. I said, well, I just want to say that I don't want to. I don't. I'm, I'm not an asshole. If I have to do the job, I do it. I'm, I even don't care. I remember one time working with Scott Garland. You know who's that? Scotty Hardy. See if you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working with him. See, I remember him. We working. He was he was a jobber at that time, and I was doing the Quan. So we are in this town, and I work with him. So Quan against uh, Scott Garland. And we did the finish pull, I win one, two, three. We are in the back and said, thank you for a match. He said, man, this is my hometown. I said, this is what? He said, my hometown. I said, why you don't them tell me that this is your hometown? I put you over in your hometown. You know, I don't care, man. Why you don't tell me that before? 
I said, no, no, because, well, I said, man, he said, he, I work right here next to, you know, it's a bank next to the, to the arena. I said, brother, if you tell me that, I put you over. I don't care. I mean, I mean, you from there, that's, that's a big plus, you know? And man, uh, another time we are in, uh, I believe it was Albuquerque or some, some, some place near Mexico. Uh, and uh, Miguel Perez, he was, you know, from the Boricuas. He, he hurt his back. I mean, he was bad. So I have to work two times. One, my match with one of the uh, twins, the, the uh, DOA, one of the twins. I worked with one single match. And then later, Miguel supposed to work against the, the other one in, in a, in a six-man tag with the midgets. <laughs> so what's uh, uh, Elia, they call him something like that. One of this is when they have the long hair. Uh, one with two midgets and Miguel with two midgets, but Miguel can't do it, so I did it. I worked twice that night. So, uh, man, what a hell of a match. Uh, we did something there, whatever, and I hit the, one of the heels midgets. When I hit the, the midget pole, the other one come to me, I push him too. Now the other two midgets, the baby face come to complain. Why you hit the small guy? Like, oh, shut the hell up. You're going to hit it. I said, no, you hit my friend. Now the mink just turned to me. <laughs> and now we did something. We did something where uh, yeah, one of the twins guys uh, give me a slam. When he give me the slam, here come the, the mink just on top of me. You got, I got four midgets on top of me and the twin. You know, everybody feeding him. One, two, three. And the people went crazy, you know. Uh, that's why I, I never complain about do jobs because you have to do that to put over somebody you have you have to have somebody to put them over you know and not just over good job good work inside the ring yes awesome um I, you, you brought up uh los Bariquas just before uh yourself uh miguel perez jr jesus castillo jr and <clears throat> excuse me uh jose estrada jr uh could you just tell me um, a little bit about the group and, and um, you know, how much you enjoyed working with these guys? Well, yeah, we, we worked here in Puerto Rico a uh, long time before WWE uh, in, in WWC. You know, that's when we met Miguel. Miguel's first match was with me, his first match in the ring. So uh, we work all over the island, you know, and we know each other. Uh, when when they told me about to do a group, uh, Miguel was already uh, did tryout in WWM. In WWM, he did a tryout with me. Uh, but in that time, we have a dispute between Miguel and me uh, from long time in Puerto Rico. Then later we fixed everything and, and everything very good now. Uh, and, uh, and, and we choose how we're gonna pick the Boricuas. So I got, I got one guy, uh, but he was in bad behavior in, in by that time. So I choose Castillo. Then uh, Miguel in his side said, I'm gonna choose uh, Estrada. I said, great. I mean, and we, we have, we know each other. We don't have to talk too much because we are like, look and move and this and that. And, and we are right there, you know? Uh, but man, what's a, what, what, a, what a blast. We, we traveled together, making some money. Uh, singing, we, we always rent a minivan 
and we are singing, you know, all the time in, uh, in Spanish. Uh, then later, the, the other crew of Mexican guys, I was in charge of both that crew, you know, to move them everywhere, uh, see that they make it to the arenas, hotels, and, and whatever, you know. And uh, we, have, we have a good, and we are los Boricuas, we still, we still talking to each other, you know. And uh, uh, Miguel come to my arena now. I got I got the, the IWA Puerto Rico. That's my company here in Puerto Rico. IWA Puerto Rico. I invite you to look on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. You could go there on YouTube and and put in the in the bar IWA Puerto Rico, and you see and subscribe there and tell all new people too, and, and check the hardest. To be honest. The hottest show on television wrestling right now is my company. We have a show this Saturday uh, in, in a town called Yumacao, and we're gonna we expecting a big sold out. I mean, uh, the story that we have is hot. You need to you need to see the the show and and, and go like, okay, it's true what what Tommy says. Excellent, I certainly do. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, I, I wanted to uh, also ask you a little bit about uh, leaving the WWF in 1999. Uh, did, was there any interest from WCW at all, or did we just going back to Puerto Rico to start IWA? No, by that time, to be honest, I, I know about WCW, but when we finished in, in WWF in 1999, we were already planning to open IWA Puerto Rico with Quinones, it was Victor Quinones, rest in yeah. peace, Miguel yeah. Perez and me. And uh, so we put some money to open the company. Uh, we spent that money in, in, in a lot of things, you know, for the business. And we put we put $100,000. Then we put another $100,000 to work the company. In 2000, 2003, I mean, in 1999, the, the, the company started moving slow. Uh, we invest in our equipment because we are spending, by that time we're spending every month, we're spending $10,000 in television, renting the television, renting the place, renting the lighting. I mean, it was $10,000 every a month. So we said, we need to cut this. You know, we, we're losing a lot of money here. So we bought, we bought our cameras. We, we bought our, our equipment, you know, and that helped us a lot. Then uh, 2003, the uh, 2002 to 2003, the company boom explode with one story that we run. Then from that point on, was sold out every night, every night, everywhere we presented IWA wrestling was sold out. We start with half an hour show on Fridays, midnight, from 12 to to 12:30. And that was hot. Everybody, everybody in Puerto Rico was watching that show, you know, at midnight. Then the television, see that the ratings were hot, you know, in that, in that time, they move us for, to one o'clock, one hour. Then later, they give us two hours. Then they say Sunday, they give us two hours. We have four hours of television every weekend, you know, was hot. And, and the houses packed everywhere. You could see the videos there. Uh, we closed the company in 2007, 2008, maybe around that, uh, for a couple of years. 
and we Miguel reopened it for a little bit, and I was out. I was relaxed. You know, it was a lot uh, of pressure from many many things. So uh, now, 2019, I reopened the company. Now we are 2022, and now the company is growing. We we I planned that seed. You know, I have a, a tremendous equipment of people, tremendous, uh, uh, I mean, I cannot choose better better people to work with wrestling, the, 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 the team that I have. You know, they work hard, they, they take care of all kind of things, they know what I want. They, I mean, we communicate, we communicate. Now we, we are in this interview and they've been sending me uh, Texas text by whatever. I don't know what what is it. I can see it, but I know I have a bunch of voiceovers and and uh, and, and messages texting and and this and that. Uh, today, when we taping this, uh, they doing the voiceovers for the Saturday show, you know. And uh, I mean, it's good. It's good. I love what I'm doing. That's great to hear. That's really great to hear. Um, I also know that you you do a bit of work with MLW. Um, could you tell me a little bit about your role with uh, MLW at the moment? Yeah, I start I start with MLW as a wrestler. They want me to wrestle. Uh, but soon that I arrived there, they put me a paper in my hands and say, can you do agents these matches? I said, well, yes, let's do it. But we never talk about this, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I say, well, yeah, why not? You know, so I help, I help in that uh, core bower. Uh, liked it so they keep me in the company uh I'm, I'm already what almost three years with the company almost three years uh, he called me uh, the senior uh the senior agent uh you know I'm, I'm the one in charge uh of course my matches i you know i tell him i want to be in charge of the spanish people because i could you know it's my my main language and and i could bring more you know, in my language, but I, I you know, I, I try to do it in English too. So I work hard for, you know, for, for what I'm doing there. Uh, great talent. MLW have a great talent of people, young people, second generation, third generation guys to there. And, uh, and they hungry, man. They hungry. They want to make it. Uh, the other day, some trouble happened and I stick my nose there to fix what I have to, you know, help the company. When something happened, they called me and, and the guys, I respect them. Of course, they respect me. You know, I'm, right now I'm the older uh, guy there with this wrestling experience, uh, you know, and a young, lot of young people working hard. Uh, they have a tremendous TV, TV shows. Uh, we almost go uh, to the States to, to take t television every month. Every month we are in the States uh, working hard for, for have MLW on top. Uh, Kurt Bauer with his team, I mean, tremendous man. And now when, when we see each other next time in Philadelphia, it's gonna be few new rules, you know, that I that I see and I, and I say, hey, what about if we do this, 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 because this, I mean, this other thing is happening. And, uh, you know, I look this, I, I mean, I look your company like it's my company because that's what I will do in my company if I see something like that. So I cannot be quiet, see yeah. the, the yeah. company is leaking in something 
and be quiet. It's gonna, you know, I can't hold, I can't be like that. You know, I have to do something. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, uh, nothing major, just few, you know, bolts, hold, uh, you know, loosing bolts here, there, that you have to tighten it and, and continue. You know, but the, the company's great, man. I mean, I love the way they do the, you know, the television, uh, uh, the way they edit, the, the way they, I mean, they're on top of the game, to be honest. Yes, they're doing some great yeah. things there at MLW, and I'm so yeah. glad to see yeah. that you're a part of that company. Uh, and Thank I, you. Uh, we're getting very close to the end of the interview here, uh, sir. I really appreciate your time. <laughs> uh, one more question I want to ask you yeah. is, um, the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, you, a few of your friends are in there now. Do you think one day Savio Vega will be inducted into the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame? My, my friend, uh, I'll be in the Hall of Fame of WWF when I die. I guarantee you that. Um, I don't know. To be honest, uh, I already passed through that when I, uh, when I took the, uh, the opportunity because uh, uh, Pedro Morales, rest in peace, his soul, he don't want to go because he feel, you know, he was old and he don't want the people to see him the way he was. And, and he said, you know, he knows, he knows he, he's not going to, the, to receive uh, the certificate. So the company said, well, let's have Sabio Vega. He's Puerto Rican too. So let's have Sabio to, to receive the, you know, so I, I already passed through that and I feel like it was me, to be honest. And uh, if they want to put me, good. If not, that's okay. No, no problem, you know. Uh, I'm going to continue my life. I'm in one Hall of Fame, which is very, very important to me. And if I'm there, you know, the rest are coming. Yeah, welcome, of course. I'm not going to be an ass. But I'm in a Hall of Fame for my hometown, Vega Alta, Puerto Rico, uh, in where, you know, they put me there and I'm happy because that's my hometown and where I born and where I went to the schools and, and where my parents live there. And uh, I, I go there every time, you know, and uh, I'm happy for that. Awesome, Savio. Awesome. Uh, I've got one final segment here on the show. It's called Five Second Frenzy. Uh, it's quick, quick questions for quick answers, uh, just about your favorite things in life, Savio. Uh, the first question is, who is your favorite professional wrestler? Well, you know what? Let me tell you something here. Uh, when I started in the business, I got, uh, I got, in, I got in love with the business. I got in love watching Titans of the Ring that come from Argentina. And that was like uh, uh, real, real characters, you know, STP guy with the formula car coming to the ring, you know, you got the, the, the pastor guy with the, with the sheets. You got, uh, I mean, the character, you got a, a mommy, the black mommy, you got the white mommy. I mean, you have characters. What's real, real characters, but in wrestling. So I was a kid when I watched that. I went like, "Wow, I love that." Now, when, with the years, looking at the wrestling, I got three three guys that I that I love. I work with one, just with one. Uh, almost worked with the second one. 
uh, and never happened because they switched to do a story here in Puerto Rico. First one was Bruce Brody. I worked with him here in Puerto Rico and in Japan. The other one is Ric Flair and Harley Race. That's wow. my three top, uh, to be honest. That's my three top. Uh, love the way uh, Harley works. Love the way uh, 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 Flair works. And of course, uh, Bruce and Brody. I love work. You know, I work with, with them. And uh, man, wish to work with uh, uh, Flair when they told me, but they switched it. And was Miguelito wrestled him. My brother, uh, that's my top three, to be honest. Excellent. Uh, do you have a favorite opponent that you've worked with over the years? Favorite opponent? Uh, everybody, man. I, I, I think I, I have a, you know, good, good chemistry with everybody. If somebody don't have the experience, I put my on top to, to fix it and have a, try to have a good match because I mean, when that's one one thing that I learned in the business, and when my beginnings, I mean, was guys that never went to the top of any other company, just they're like uh, like they call it indies guys, and I learned from those guys, and and one one of the things they tell me, I mean, you go out there and and you have to work hard to be the best match of the night, do that every night, you know, don't even think another so. That's what I just stick on me. And I, but have like a favorite, favorite opponent, you know, maybe my brother. We, we, we have a few matches and, and I mean, we, uh, good things we, we did. Yes. Oh, uh, do you have a favorite match that you performed in? Is there one that means the most to you? Well, that, those one with the, uh, uh, with Steve, the one with the Caribbean strap match, the one with the WrestleMania. You know, uh, I have I have one two matches that I did in WWF was many many good 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 matches, but the one that I did with Bret Hart, uh, non-title match as Quan, the one that I did as Quan with uh, Undertaker, the one that I did with Taker too with uh, I was Nation of Domination uh, was a pretty good one. That that one, the second one. Um, but I have good matches, man. I believe with everybody. The ones that we have, the, the ones that I have with Goldos too. We have many, many matches. I mean, woof, good, good stuff. Good matches. Cool. Uh, no, no more questions about wrestling now. Uh, do you have a favorite book? Book? Wow. You know what? I, I like books, but uh, I don't have like uh, this one, the, the, so I'm supposed to be working on my own book, but I'm, we, we are kind of a late with that. You know, not late, never late. But uh, uh, to be honest, no. That's okay. Uh, favorite TV show? Wow. Well, when I was a kid, the Flintstones <laughs> was my, my, my favorite. Casper was my favorite. Uh, wow. TV show, well, from, from my era, you know, my time, uh, movies, maybe, whatever. But uh, what's like more local, local TV? Right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite film? Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it called? My God. With Robert De Niro. 
the Godfather. I love the Godfather. Um, I love I love the Mad Max Max and the you know the first one that come out. Ooh, I love that the, the way they did it. Uh, uh, Born the Jason Bourne. I love uh, the music those those uh, uh, movies. Uh, it's few few movies out there that I love. Yes. Great choices, great choices. Do you have a favorite musical artist or a favorite band? Are you still there? Hello, hello. Uh, hi. Hello, you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> You hear now? Oh, yeah. The internet went like a yeah. Okay, <laughs> tell me, is a what? Uh, do you have a favorite musical a, artist or band? I love the the music and I love uh, uh, the Eagles, Hotel California. Man, uh, of course. I mean, the local one, Mark Anthony, love his music. Jose Jose, that's he's Mexican. Uh, Arjona, which is uh, from Guatemala. I mean, you. I mean. I love. Uh, I have. I have almost thousand songs in my my phone, you know, from different artists in Eminem, Coolio, uh, the the Biggie, Tupac. When I was with the uh, Yokozuna and all these guys, the uh, Snoop Dogg, you know, <laughs> uh, listen to the rap. Uh, uh, no few 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 songs. Not all the album. Few songs that caught me and love it. Uh, but more local, the, the 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 Spanish, of course, my my first language, but local. My my dad, my dad is a, I don't know what what is he's a lover. He's a lover guy, and he loves the uh, this type of uh, uh, singing music, you know. And uh, man, he come out, he come home, few few boots on, and here come uh, put the music, the trio, the guitars, you know, whatever. I love the music. Yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, do you have a favorite food? Food. Uh, everything, man, from A to C. I love everything from A to C. Of course, Puerto Rican food as my first, but I love sushi. I love sushi, my friend. I'm, I'm woof. Every time that I went to Japan, sushi. I love seafood. Oh, seafood, man. I'm a crazy son of a gun with seafood. You see me, use, I see fish. A shrimp, whatever, I'm there. I'm there. You you want me you want me to sign a big contract or something? Buy me this seafood. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, do you have a favorite place to eat on the road? Uh, everywhere that they sell uh, even either either steak or chicken. Any any place, any place that sells you know good good food. Yes, I'm there. I'm there. Yes. Sorry. Excellent. Not many more to go here. Uh, favorite alcoholic beverage? Oof. I, like, I love Hennekin. I love beer. Uh, on the drink, wine, red wine. Matter of fact, I just, I just went to the, uh, where is this? I went to the, uh, I don't know, somewhere. To the uh, supermarket and I have my, my bottle. <laughs> very nice <laughs> That's what I, I do it when i'm when i'm cooking when i love to cook here at home 
I love to cook. When I'm cooking for the kids and my wife, uh, I was bring my 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 speaker, little speaker, you know, put my music there, cooking and drink my wine and have you know, life, brother. That's excellent. <laughs> uh, two more to go. Do you, uh, this is the naughtiest one for this segment? Uh, favorite female body part? Yeah, Savio Vega sees a good-looking lady. What do your eyes go to first? To be honest, I care about the teeth of the woman, but we always, I mean, men fell in love with the eyes. Mm. Women fell in love with the ear. You know, you talk nice to a lady, you're going to take the lady. Men look and say, oh my God, look at that. And we go, boom, you know. <laughs> uh, but we always look, I like to see the, the, the teeth. I like to see that the faces, of course, big fat ass. <laughs> Excellent, Savio. And the last one here. Do you have a favorite curse word? Oh, yes. Yes. We call him in Puerto Rico puñeta. <laughs> you know, it's like a big damn I mean with the heart. You know, that's what we call in Puerto Rico, everybody. That's that's a big uh big word here in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> well, Savia Vega, I want to thank you so much for your time on the show. It really yeah. means a lot to me. Uh, and I just hope you're so proud of everything that you've accomplished in the professional wrestling business. And you have a fan here from the most isolated city in the world, Perth, Western well, Australia. So thank you so much for joining me on my show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And I hope a lot of people see this interview and, and uh, you know, tell you people, well, I'm going to tell them, people, go on YouTube, go on YouTube and get the, what is it called? The loop or the, the bar right there and yep. type IWA Puerto Rico. IWA Puerto Rico. That's my company here in Puerto Rico. You could see what we're doing in the other side of the world with wrestling in a small uh, 100 by 35 uh, island, you know, check on IWA Puerto Rico or check on IWAPuertoRico.com for more information and you can see uh, what we're doing. Hey, we got on Twitter, IWA Puerto Rico, on Instagram, IWA Puerto Rico, on all the platforms, but check on it. Go on YouTube, subscribe, and every Saturday, at, at noon, we have a new show coming up. We have a big show, Judgment Day. That's the, the show we call it uh, for Saturday the 30th and, and here in Puerto Rico. And man, it's the hottest show on television. And I'm proud, proud of that because my team is working hard. The people are watching what we're doing. And hey, always I say, when I open the restaurant, we have the customers already waiting. And Saturday, we open our doors again to have a big house in, uh, in the Humacao. So guys, Brother Cart, thank you very much for having me here. Uh, see you next time, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And thank you all out there for joining us here for the Insider's Edge podcast with my new friend, Savio Vega. Check out IWA Puerto Rico on YouTube, and we will see you down the road. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you.